Hello, everyone, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Stop the Internet Podcast. My name is Kelly. And I'm Trisha. It's Christmas holiday season. Happy holidays, everyone. We celebrate Christmas, so I'm more Christmas focused, but Mm -hmm. I think there's a, a bunch of holidays that people celebrate this time of year, so I just hope everyone's having fun. Yeah. Regardless of what you're doing. Mm hmm. We're celebrating. Right. These were the only holiday decorations I have. This is a wreath. I felt like that was Christmassy. Mm-hmm. And this is a menorah. Wait, did I say? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I always think about that video of the girl at the Lincoln Memorial and she slides down the like stone next to the stairs. Yeah. And she goes, We're at the Lincoln Menorah. I've never seen that. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so whenever I think of a menorah, I think of Lincoln Menorah. Love it. And th- I don't know. This is just wintry. So we're in the zone, mm-hmm. we're in the vibes. Oh, I brought Santa hats. They're over there. Should we put them on? Yeah. Okay. Which one do you want? Ooh. Full beard? I know. I don't know. I'll go regular because I feel like I've got the vest and it's like already. Yes. You know. Trisha's looking very cute already. Thanks so much, Kel. I don't have any Christmas stuff. So I just went green shirt, white, cozy pants. Perfect. I feel like I wore this one last year. You probably did. I wore this one for a little bit last year, but then it got really hot. Yeah. Maybe I'll try to make it through one story wearing this hat. Well, speaking of tradition, we are doing a part two or this year's edition of our Am I the Asshole holiday edition. It was a hit last year. This smells so weird. (laughs) It's been in a it's been in a box since last year. Oh, love it. I love it though. I mean it's it looks really good, I think. It looks real. Really? Yeah. Like I would I would think you're Santa. Wow. If I didn't just see you put it on your Oh, my God. That's such a nice compliment. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wait, didn't... So, Trisha has a brother who has two kids. Didn't they see Santa? And one of them said, like, I saw his real black beard under his Santa beard. Did you hear this? No. Oh. (laughs) I'm not going to say their name, but your brother told me that one of the kids, like, they saw Santa at the mall or something. Oh, my God. I'm dead. And they said something like, he wasn't real because I saw his black beard underneath the white Santa beard. <gasps> Classic. <laughs> <like>, oh, <laughs> I think I heard like the Spark Notes version of that. Okay. And not straight from the source. Like I think my dad told me or something that they were talking about Santa. And then my the my niece said, I think he's not real or something like that. Wait, at all or just the one in the store? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I oh, don't know. Okay. Yeah, I think I got like a really condensed version probably from that story. Yes. But I was just told in general she said that. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't that's know. So cute. I know. I heard I read this like <laughs> I don't even know why. I think I was like scrolling on Facebook and someone I know posted this. Like, you know how the, there's like those sentimental posts on Facebook that are like a little bit corny, but like old people repost them. Yeah. I saw one that it was like this precious story about a little kid asking his dad if Santa was real. It was like a script between a dad and a son, but it, it was so detailed too detailed Mm -hmm. are you sure you're ready to handle it's like never going to be the same once i tell you the truth about santa he's like i'm ready dad the dad says 
there is a Santa. And the son says, really? And then he goes into this whole spiel. So it was actually cute. I'm saying it like I don't, like I think it's dumb, but I think it's, I think it's sweet. It was like about how Santa isn't a lie, but Mm -hmm. he's not, and he's, it's not fake, but it's not a physical person that Mm -hmm. enters your home. It's like the idea of giving gifts without asking for like a thank you or like Mm -hmm. expecting anything in return. It's just like the idea of like magic Mm -hmm. and giving and generosity. And I don't know how I forget how it ended something along the lines of like, now you're Santa and you have to go out and give without asking for anything in return. It was written so corny, Uh but Loki, very cute. Yeah. And I feel like that's cute because I don't know how I, I don't hear this often, but I feel like I'm starting to see like more and more about parents that have young kids that don't want to do Santa because they're like, I don't want to lie to my kids. Mm -hmm. Like same thing with like Easter Bunny. Like I've seen so many posts about that. I think I actually have one in the stories today. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So maybe we can start with that one. But that is a weird line. And I don't know how I I mean, I like the idea of Santa just because I grew up with it. But like, it is interesting to think about it like that. But then I I thought that story was cute because it's like, oh, you're not lying to them. It's just like the idea of this thing. No, I've heard that too. Wait, there's something in my mouth. Sorry. (laughs) There was like, I think there's beard hairs in my mouth from my Santa beard. Sorry. Okay, go on. No, but I've heard that too, where it's like, oh, Santa, when you're little is a person, but then when you're older, like Santa is still real because it's like the magic of Christmas and the idea of giving. And I was like, I really like that because I also think that Santa is like a nice sentiment and like tradition to have. I don't think necessarily it's a lie that's like harmful for your kids or anything. Yeah, it's weird to say it's a lie because... And, like, by that standard, like, well, I just think that a lot of these, like, characters you think of for holidays, at the same time of being, like, a fun little character, they also teach a lesson. So, like, Mm -hmm. Santa is like, oh, someone's always watching you, so you have to be good all year. Good things will happen to you if you're good to other people. Mm -hmm. Like, I love that. Mm -hmm. And, like, same thing with, like, Easter Bunny, like, I guess. Don't they say? Yeah, Tooth Fairy. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. But I feel like that's not a lie because what would be the difference between that and like a story, like a storybook that's made up, a fiction book? Yeah, like a fairy tale. Yeah, that's yeah. made to teach kids a lesson. Is that a lie just because this character didn't actually walk the earth? Like, right. no, it's just a fictional story that teaches kids a lesson. Like, I don't think it's a lie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's how I see it currently. I don't feel like I was lied to as a child. And Neither that do I. I. Like, I'm now having like negative effects from it as an yeah. adult. Neither do I. But maybe <laughs> some other people do feel that way. I don't know. I would love to talk to someone that feels that way. Yeah. And like have a conversation about it. Because sometimes I feel like if you read it in a post, you don't really understand where they're coming from. But it really does intrigue me to hear like what they actually think and mm-hmm. why they think that about the lie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I like it though. Same. I just feel like it helps like with the tooth fairy and stuff. Like it's like a fun little celebration yeah. for losing a tooth. Otherwise like you lose a tooth and I don't know, you get rid of it, I guess, and you just move on with life. But like as a kid it's fun to have these little like moments that yes. will probably stick out in your memories as you grow up and like it's something different from the everyday and Yeah. I don't know. I just think that stuff is fun and, and important to have. I agree. And I think it's cute too because the tooth fairy 
it makes you like excited to lose something like i feel like yeah. if a kid lost a tooth that would be so like traumatic and sad yeah. you're like my teeth are falling out this is sad <laughs> like that's what the like the number one nightmare of humans is like teeth falling out wait really no not the number one uh-huh. but i think that's a very very common dream mm-hmm. and it means something i love decoding dreams but i think if you have a dream that, oh my god i had a traumatic dream about you last night <gasps> no it was you were telling me like all these sad things and <laughs> and I then mean I, that's normal. I just <laughs> <laughs> That's all of our conversations. Yeah, yeah. We're like, so how's your trauma been yeah. going? <laughs> I'm like, well let me dump it all on you. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was so weird. And I woke up and I was like, I really hope none of that is true. And then I like kept like gaining consciousness and I was like, okay, no, all of that was a dream. Oh my gosh. It's fine. I'm not even gonna go into what it was because it's irrelevant. <laughs> but wait, what were we just talking about? We were talking about people losing teeth. You, oh like, yeah, yeah. Dreams. Apparently a lot of people dream that mm-hmm. and it means that you're like worried about something. I forgot, but it's a common dream. Like losing stuff maybe or like I for, your wait, health or I something? should just look it up before we move past it. We should do an episode on dreams. Like I find, would love to. Yeah. <laughs> find like some crazy Reddit posts about weird dreams. Yes. I would love to decode dreams. I I love talking about that stuff, but also I'm like, I think you can be like an expert in it and study it. And me, I'm just an irrelevant person yeah. that is just guessing. And we're like, here's our opinion. Yeah, that means nothing. Based, with, based on no prior yeah. like education or anything. If you dream your teeth falling out, you may be feeling unbalanced or self-sabotaging. Someone, I don't know who it was, but someone says that your subconscious is most likely trying to help you improve your communication skills see those don't seem the same no can represent everything from a major life change to lack of self-esteem from the fear of getting older to money issues okay you know i guess it could mean a lot of things anxiety is probably the root of all of it though Mm -hmm. but yeah anyway back to the tooth fairy it's like that could be sad to lose a tooth but Mm -hmm. now it's happy because you get a dollar or a quarter that the tooth fairy is gonna leave Mm -hmm. you I'm into it. I don't think it's a lie. I feel like it's a cutesy little story that brings people joy. I think it's cool because, like, for little kids, like, magic is real. Oh, my gosh. It's, like, like fun to play into that for them. Yeah. And I don't think anyone's ever going to grow up. I mean, maybe. I don't know. But I just feel like how could you resent someone for, like putting magic in your life and like making it feel real to you that's so true you know that's like actually like going to a magic show like a magician uh-huh. and then being like well he lied to you because the bunny was in his hat all along like that's mm-hmm. not a lie it's just mm-hmm. a fun little thing yeah it's not that deep it's just fun and like kids have such great imaginations yeah like why not like play into that like while they still have that yeah you know i agree i remember when i was in second grade we went to disney world like my family and I and we all met Cinderella because we were at that age and she took our signature books remember those yes oh my god (laughs) and she signed like Trisha like I love you love Cinderella something like that and we all opened and we were like oh my god she knew our names Like, how did she know our names? And we were freaking out. And it was, like, really... Because she's a princess and she's magic. Oh, my God. And, like, it was so real. That's and so pure. I remember we were, like... Because we were looking. We were, like, it doesn't say our names anywhere else in the books. Like, how did she know? And I'm sure that there was somehow... My parents maybe said something. I don't know. But to no, this actually, day, I how? don't really know. I Wait, don't yeah. Know. If it, I, my first thought is, this: is there, like, the first page 
Paige says this book right. belongs I don't to. Think it, I don't think we had filled that in at that point. I don't know, but it was like, so I still don't know, which is a little... I'm like, Magic mm-hmm. is real. But yeah, as a kid, it was like so amazing and exciting. Oh, and that's so cute. I still remember it. That's yeah. so cute. Yeah. I'm on the Santa train. Same. <laughs> Should we start with that story? Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's get into our Am I the Asshole Christmas slash hall. It's, it's supposed to be holiday themed because I want to be inclusive inclusionary inclusive inclusive yes Is that a, <laughs> did i just make up a word maybe Inc- i don't know though. okay i wanted to include everyone but there's just it just seems like so many people that celebrate christmas have right. drama right so i'm like we kind of have to go with this maybe people that celebrate other things don't have as much drama i don't yeah. know <laughs> i just happen to stumble upon a lot of drama involving christmas but i guess in theory these could be like any holiday right but a lot of them seem to be christmas i don't know Okay, so here we go. Okay, we took off the Santa hats because it's really hot in here. Am I the asshole for uninviting my oldest daughter to Christmas over Santa? I, 43 female, have children with very large age gaps. My oldest is 25 that I had with a high school ex. Then we separated and I married my husband much later. My younger two are nine and seven. My younger children believe in Santa while my daughter's son doesn't. She raised him not with the Santa magic, which is perfectly okay. I just rather not have it ruined for my children who do believe in Santa. I was having Christmas at my house and I asked my daughter if she'd please talk to her son because I wouldn't like the magic ruined for them. I still put packages under the tree with from Santa on them and leave out cookies and reindeer treats, which are bird seed. Cute. <laughs> my daughter told us she wouldn't make her son lie and my children are old enough to understand if her son decides to say something. I told her if she wouldn't talk to her son, they could spend Christmas at their apartment. My daughter didn't like that and said I was choosing my younger children's happiness over hers and that I was being completely unreasonable. My husband supports me, but thinks I might be a little high-strung as our children are getting older. I just want to keep the Christmas magic alive. Am I the asshole? Wait, who is the original poster? The So, it's a mom with two kids, nine and seven. Her daughter is 25 and has a son who does not believe in Santa. Okay. And so she's like, if your son is going to come over here and say to my kids, Santa isn't real, mm-hmm. I don't want him to come, and I'm going to uninvite you. <gasps> oh, that's oh. tough. That is tough. <laughs> oh, I, man. I don't know. A full uninvite? That's like, for Christmas? I don't know. This is so hard because, so we went to Catholic school growing up. Mm-hmm. Everyone in our class was Catholic. So the whole school was like Catholic, religion, Santa. Like mm-hmm. everyone believed in the same thing. Pretty much, yeah. But so many people that I know went to public school where half them were maybe Christian and celebrated Christmas and then half of them probably didn't. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how it worked. To like keep Santa yeah. real for certain kids. Yeah, like did did kids that didn't believe in Santa or like didn't celebrate Christian religions or Christmas, like did they just go into school and like tell everyone That's that it's not true. Real, because what would be the difference? Like, do these kids go to school at a Christian school? Right. I know. I feel like I don't know where I'm pulling this from, but I feel like a lot of kids who don't have Santa 
as part of like their holiday they know not to say anything yes. or like their parents tell them not to say anything but i that's tough because then there's always those kids that like to go against mm-hmm. you know like what adults tell them to do so I'm, I'm sure there'd be kids like whispering to other kids like santa's not real or something yeah that I, is so hard wait yeah. i want to text someone that went to public school yeah and ask them how it happened or how it worked there so many of my friends i've known since grade school yeah. though, and they all went to <laughs> catholic school let me see who didn't okay that whole entire group chat did <laughs> okay i'll text in this random group chat but then it's also tough because it's like how do you explain that santa doesn't come to my house but he goes to your house exactly because then it just sounds like you're on the naughty list <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you don't celebrate christmas you're just not you're naughty yeah that's bad wait i'm so intrigued by this i've never yeah, really like deeply thought about it before that's the hard thing with like the lying side of it because if i don't know this might be like too deep like am i thinking too far into it i just feel like that's almost like anything that you believe in Mm -hmm. but not everyone believes the same thing so like is it always a lie to like go along with something that you don't believe like not even go along with but like i'm sure there's like a religious story that certain people believe that i don't believe is true Mm -hmm. but if they're telling me about this story am i gonna sit there and be like that's not true Right. I don't have to like agree with them, but I also don't have to believe it. Right. Neither of those would be a lie. Mm-hmm. I just texted in this group. I said, people that went to public school, how did it work with Santa? Someone said, what does that mean? At Catholic school, everyone believed in Santa. So the secret was never ruined. At public school, where not everyone believes in Santa, but some kids do, do other kids that don't believe in Santa or know the truth tell them the truth and ruin it for them? I guess I could have just texted Matt. Does he... Did did he go he to public school? Wait, ask him life. too. Ask him too. <laughs> You know what I feel like right now? I feel like we are, um, we're like a group of people that has never had experience outside of like what we know. And now like we're like living in a bubble. Yeah. And now we're, we're learning about these extremely simple things that yes. we just didn't experience. Growing we're up. like, um, you know, Plato's cave. Yeah. We're like, <laughs> yes. Emerging from the cave. Yeah. And seeing like grass for the first time. We're right. like, wow. <laughs> I'm asking multiple people. You know, it's weird. I only text with my right thumb. You're, I oh, really? Both. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yes. I'm trying to use both. Like, I've recently been trying to use both. It just doesn't feel natural to me. That's crazy. (laughs) She said, everything is just holiday, not Christmas, holiday party, holiday break, etc. But did people talk about Santa? Right. Come on. We're asking the hard-hitting questions here. (laughs) Rebecca went to public school. She said, I honestly don't even remember. Matt said, I don't remember ever really talking about it, but I bet kids wouldn't be aware enough to say that he didn't come to their house just that they don't think he's real. How does no one remember <laughs> i guess this doesn't affect kids what's going on as, like, yeah we think it does <laughs> i said but did they tell the secret my sister goes what's the secret santa santa <laughs> what do you mean yeah maybe we're thinking way deeper than that kids actually do considering I, yeah i guess we are our friends don't even know what to say yeah <laughs> rebecca goes i'm confused at what the secret is Santa. What, wait, wait, what do you mean? It's the only secret. It's like the biggest secret in the world. <laughs> yeah, it's literally the biggest secret in the world. Well, hopefully. Kept by like half the population against or, you know, away from the other half of the population. What is happening? Come on. I said Santa. He's not real. Rebecca said thanks. <laughs> did children tell the secret or did non-Christians play along with Santa? And she said, I'm sure it happened. Okay. So Matt said probably happened a lot. Okay. 
I guess it depends on the age. And I like, just am like so shocked that like people can keep this up. Like the whole world can keep this up so much. I know. When there's like kids who have conversations without adults there saying like, oh, stop, don't say that and stuff. I would think that a lot of people, maybe this is just me like assuming. I mean, it is just me assuming. But I would think that a lot of parents would be like, if they believe in Santa, let them believe in Santa. We don't have to talk about it like it's so simple to be like let them believe in santa that's their thing and we do this this is our thing yeah even if it's not like holiday related like i don't know so okay wow (laughs) it's just such a like if we were to ever say right now this day let's start up a new lie to tell all children and get everyone on board with it like shopping malls TV commercials, huge businesses, like, and everyone keeps up with this farce for kids. I just feel like it would be impossible. No, yeah. It's like, I almost feel like there will never be another tradition or it will take, well, you know, that's really weird too to think about. Like Santa, probably like the idea started with St. Nick or like whatever, mm-hmm. leaving whatever in kids' shoes or I don't even right. know if that's a real thing. That's what I learned in the I think, kindergarten. I think it is a thing and like different countries have different, yes, you know, versions yes. and traditions too. Yes. But he's still a figure of some sort. Right. In a lot of places in the world. I guess like it's, it's interesting because then like over years and years and like like centuries or maybe not centuries decades it changed into what it is now mm-hmm. and I was just about to be like I don't think there's anything else that like we could say like collectively we, we could be like let's just do this and it would be like a lie like that mm-hmm. but it's possible they're like in the works now and we just don't even know it yeah like a trend in like our society or culture right now could well, be something in the future elf on the shelf yes that's new that is like I did not have that and like up. everyone is on on board with it now yes and now elf on the shelf is like almost as big as santa yeah like all little kids for the most part believe in like this magical elf yeah like christmas celebrating kids Mm -hmm. yes wait that's such a good point it just seems like such a difficult thing to start up a new (laughs) lie yeah (laughs) lie and get like everyone on board with it and have it work and have like no one slip up yes i guess though like maybe we are not thinking as like maybe kids just just learn at a younger age than like I'm thinking because like I don't remember like when I remember we had like conversations about like oh guys do we still believe but I don't remember how old we were when we were growing up thinking that I was in grade school I think yeah maybe like fourth grade yeah how old are you in fourth grade I don't even know 13 and eighth grade minus four you're like nine eight yeah yeah so honestly this this OP's kids are like probably about the age that kids start like questioning anyway yeah I guess like that kind of does make sense about how it can be like kept up like this because from like zero to three kids aren't really like questioning yeah and then from three (laughs) yeah and then from like three to eight that's only like five years that you have to like keep it up yeah maybe i'm just like guessing though i have no clue about when kids like actually start it's so funny that nobody remembers right wait i just asked someone else hold on wait let me see also we're not parents so i feel like we'd have like a way better understanding if we had our own children and and we did this for them that's very true (laughs) none of them are giving me like the answers i need someone else said i was a believer and then yeah there was kids that didn't and that's how i learned i wasn't immediately like oh shiz that's a hundred percent i just figured since there was disagreements 
something had to be up and eventually I switched sides. Okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's not that like one kid says it and you're like, yeah. oh, now I now I know. It's like years and years of like disagreement. Yeah. I think well beyond believing we would still make our parents wait to put gifts out and then they'd all be there in the morning. What? A, what? I think. Like even after they stopped till leaving, they would oh, still like make their parents. Yes, yes, yes. No, me too. Yeah. That's. I feel like that's how it is for most people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, why did I not understand that? <laughs> okay. One person said, I do remember confronting my mom in her bathroom that Santa wasn't real, though. Wait, do you want to hear something so embarrassing? Yes. I confronted my mom in her bathroom, not about Santa, but about leprechauns. Oh, my God. Because I was really nervous that leprechauns were real and that they were, like, troublemakers, and I just did not want to be involved with them. (laughs) That is so cute. That's so pure. Yeah. So she told me. She broke the news. Oh, my God. Yeah. But honestly, though, like, in my household on St. Patrick's Day, my parents would, like, take us out to get you know mcdonald's shamrock shakes and then they would like you know run back in the house for five minutes to go grab something that they forgot before we left and they'd like kind of mess stuff up a little bit then we'd come home they'd be like oh my god the leprechauns were here and so cute (laughs) any other kid would love that but it made me nervous i'm like there is a mess i have to clean it up now wait that's so true (laughs) yeah that happened in my first grade classroom one day yeah like they they do that like adults do that but oh my god that's so cute yes i confronted my mom about leprechauns wow mm-hmm. wow this whole thing is so deep i know we just did a deep dive on yeah so is the characters. is the op an asshole for uninviting her own daughter to christmas where she's having her other two kids present there i i would be extremely hurt by that if i were your yeah. daughter i think they could find a compromise i was just gonna say that yeah. like there's a clear issue here and it's not just like uninvite her like i think they need to work towards something that could work for both parties so. yeah i agree i think they could just talk to the kid and be like like the mom could talk to her kid mm-hmm. be like look you know what's up mm-hmm. they're little kids they believe in this if it comes up just don't say anything mm-hmm. if they ask you if you believe just you can say i don't know or just tell them the truth no i don't believe in santa like you don't have to tell them why yeah and like i don't know just tell the kid to be like elusive like he doesn't have to lie yeah he can just say i don't believe in him and that's it's as simple as that yeah i remember growing up i had kids tell me that they don't believe but they didn't necessarily say he's not real they just said like i don't believe and that didn't really change things for me yeah i was like okay well i do (laughs) yeah i think that would be fair yeah and i remember when i did come to terms with the fact that santa was not exactly who i thought he was it did make me feel more mature because I have younger siblings so then I felt like instead of being on like the kid end of Santa I was now on the adult end where I get to help keep up the magic as an adult I was like what 10 so not an adult but I felt very mature yeah and it was fun because I was like oh now I'm like I'm like in with the adults and I get to like you know make up these little stories like oh like the reindeer must have like done this or whatever last night and like that's kind of fun too yeah I don't know I feel like if you if you kind of frame it like that for kids like oh like just keep it up for them because they're little kids they don't know any better but like you're you're smart and mature and like yeah you do know whatever but like you're an adult now so like keep it up for the little kids I feel like kids would then be more cooperative in that sense I agree. Instead of like thinking, oh, it'd be fun to ruin it for them. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to. I don't think it's a lie. I don't think she needs to ask her kid to lie. 
Right. But I agree. I would be hurt with being uninvited. Being uninvited. Yeah. yeah. So I would say asshole. Yeah. Sorry. Also, we have our famous tally board here. And the gavel. And the gavel. One side says asshole and one side says nothing. So we're, we haven't decided what to call the people. Like, we figure that some people were probably assholes, but some people were probably just nothing. I was like, do we write like angel? Like, that seems like Christmassy. But like, just because you're not an asshole doesn't mean you're an angel, you know? Mm-hmm. So we're leaving it blank until we can think of a word to describe these non-assholes. And it might just be non-asshole at the end. True. All right, so asshole. Asshole. Sorry. Sorry. Wow, we took so long on that one, but I loved it. (laughs) Just questioning everything that we've ever known. Yeah. Okay, what should we do next? Oh, this is a fun one. Am I the asshole for not wanting coal for Christmas? This year, I went to my fiance's house for Christmas. It was my first time going, as we would typically go to my family's house instead. I got a rather pricey gift for my fiance, Dan, related to his hobbies. I got nice gifts for Dan's parents based off of things I talked about with them before. And I got a small pack of chocolates for each of Dan's other relatives. I didn't know them that well. I wasn't expecting many gifts from Dan's relatives because I didn't know many of them that well, but I was certainly expecting more than I got. At first, I was excited when I saw that there was a big pile of gifts for me. However, once I opened the first one, it was just a piece of coal. Everyone laughed and I kind of laughed along thinking it was a gag gift and that the other gifts would be different. But every single one turned out to be coal. All 18 of them. 18? Holy shit. Oh my gosh. I started to get upset, so I cried and lashed out at Dan. But he calmly explained apparently this is a long-standing tradition in his family where they gift coal to newcomers who are celebrating Christmas with them for the first time. Oh, okay. Okay. He explained that it's just easier that way since all the relatives who might not know the newcomer well don't have to stress over finding a gift and it's a fun experience for the newcomer as well. (laughs) They just decided that? Yeah. Okay. I told Dan I couldn't believe I skipped my own family celebration for this and I left. But now Dan and some of his family are blowing up my phone saying I embarrassed him in front of his relatives and that I made it awkward for everyone. So am I the asshole? Um, no. I don't think so either. I think that that tradition is actually really funny if you got like one. One. Or two. Mm-hmm. Maybe even three pieces of coal. And then maybe like the last thing was something real like a bag of chocolates. Right. Or a, anything. Something so simple. A candle. It could be that simple. But I think the coal thing is funny if it's like the first. Like I feel like we do stuff like that with mm-hmm. our like newcomers in our family. We like tell a joke or like I guess that's the only thing we do. And I can't give it away. No. But I could see them having like a tradition yeah. where they do like this goofy little thing that's not hurtful and then they surprise the person with a nice thing after. But like to open 18 gifts 18 in is front of excessive. everyone, I would have stopped at like five because if they're all coal up until number five, I'd be like, okay, well, then the rest are coal because what are the odds that yeah. the rest are gifts and I just happen to pick the first five that are all coal? But what if the you probability were, of that? What like, if you were at your partner's house for the first time meeting his family for the first time and and they're like, keep going, Trish, keep going. And it's like, this is your new partner. This is yeah. possibly your future family. Like, you want them to like you. Right. You want them to know you're a team player. Well, I'd be like, okay, are they all coal? Like, do I have to open all of them? Or can yeah. we just, okay, you op- you gifted me 18 pieces of coal. Like, yeah. that's the get. Or, you know, like the gag. Like, I don't. Yeah, like, do I have to sit here and do and all 18? But what if they're like, them? yeah, 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 maybe the next one won't be. And you're like, okay. It just, it feels like something from the office. Yeah. That just feels like so drawn out that yeah. I. Yeah. Like, is everyone watching? Probably. Oh my yeah, like, gosh. doesn't it get boring after right. a while? 
18 gifts? Like, it would be funny the first one. Maybe even the second. Yeah. If you lack humor, it might even be funny up until the fifth one. Yeah. 18? Come on. You don't have one other funny thing to do? One other entertaining little bit you can do in your life? Right. That's crazy. And, like, and that's it, too? Like, the whole, like, oh, we don't want to have people to feel pressure to get you a good gift. Like, there are a lot of, like, nondescript, non-personal gifts that you can get someone that are nice yeah, for Christmas. Yeah, or just don't even get them a gift. Mm-hmm. If you don't know someone, you don't need don't to get, get them, them a gift. gift. Well, I'm saying, like, his, his whatever, like, great uncle, whatever, doesn't have to get her a gift yeah that's what i mean but like if she got nice gifts for like him and his parents and then they were like oh well we don't know her that well so we're just gonna give her 18 pieces of coal <laughs> I-, I don't know like if you're insane <laughs> if you're dating someone they know you i would assume pretty well mm-hmm. enough that you're gonna celebrate christmas together or, like a big family holiday i just feel like the parents could then ask their son what does she like do you have any suggestions that we could get yeah and i don't think there's a ton of pressure to get a nice gift but something other than coal i I don't know get like a nice scarf or something like there's just like candles yeah there's so many like easy things it can be so simple yeah it doesn't have to be like a big thing and also i i honestly feel like the joke the coal thing it would only be funny if you finished it with with a gift something simple i think that's what i was trying to get at is like They only gave her coal. Right. And she gave them nice gifts. Yeah. And I I understand you're not supposed to like, it's not like a a give and take, like you're supposed to just give without expecting anything in return. I get that. But I just feel like if she took the time and energy to like think of a nice gift, go get it, wrap it up, bring it and like is happy with, you know, what she brought to these parents that are hosting her for Christmas. Yeah. And then they give her coal. Like, I don't know about that. (laughs) It's also like not even about like expecting something or wanting something in return. Because if I went over like my partner's or any Christmas party at all, I never expect people to buy me gifts. Yes. So I wouldn't be hurt or like sad if someone didn't buy me a gift, especially because we have a big family. Like I don't expect anything. Mm -hmm. Like nobody should be getting each other gifts. Mm -hmm. in an extended family that's that big it's just too much pressure Mm -hmm. and people don't have money to do that so anyway i never expect a gift but if i got coal well okay if i got one piece of coal and it was a new relationship and they were like oh haha like it's your first christmas we don't really do gifts for extended family like so that sounds like rude though to say it like that like i don't know how i'm trying to describe this like i don't know i'm trying to give them like some sort of like little benefit of the doubt but i don't think i can find one actually but like I, I do think that, like, if they got her nothing, that would have been, like, better. better. Or if mm-hmm. they wanted to do the cold joke, like, it's not even about her expecting something or her wanting something after Cole. It's, I think it's about their perspective. Like, yeah, the family member that did it, like, your perspective on the joke is, oh, this new girl that's coming into our family that may possibly be a formal family member of ours one day, and she might be in our lives for the rest of our lives. What should we do for her? Oh, let's give her 18 pieces of coal as a funny joke. Yeah. And then and then when the coal's done, like when she's done opening all 18, we'll laugh in her face and then we'll move on and we'll yeah. accept any gifts that other people want to give. Like something's missing there. Yes. If you want to do a joke, you have to follow it up with something sincere. Yes. You can't just do a joke all the time and then leave it open-ended and be like, well, haha, sucks for you because you're the new person. That's just rude. It's not about yeah. her wanting something. It's about like you doing that to her. That's so weird. Yes. It's so, so weird. It's bold to do something that big 
not knowing like how she could react to like what if she's an, an introvert and doesn't like attention on her in general and then you make her sit there for probably a long time to open 18 pieces of coal and then she does get upset about it which is like i think that that is valid that she would get upset i mean you did this joke and there it could have gone one of two ways she'd either laugh with you or probably get upset about it she ended up getting upset about it it's not unexpected i think there was a 50 percent chance that could have happened it had to have crossed people's minds and then you get mad at her yeah for getting upset yes and like and text her about it that i feel like that's also weird if you feel comfortable enough to text her that you're upset that she like ruined or you know embarrassed her boyfriend or whatever then like you should know her well enough to be able to get her a gift or know how she'll react to this joke the thing about like maybe she's an introvert like maybe she wouldn't like that is so true like i feel like sometimes people especially in like group settings where everyone is very similar they almost like forget that there are people that aren't like them and Mm -hmm. they're people like forget that not everyone likes the things you like and it's like not always out of malicious like intent Mm -hmm. or like trying to hurt them but like even our family everyone is so nice and so welcoming and if there's a new person it's like they're the center of attention because everyone wants them to like feel welcome and everyone's so excited to like welcome a new person but we also do like a gift exchange that is a lot and you walk up in front of like 30 people and you pick a gift and And we don't care yeah everyone's loud everyone's cracking a joke like everyone's yelling like that's fine for us because we Mm -hmm. know all these people we've grown up with these people we get it it's like okay yeah even if you don't like it it's like yeah it takes 30 seconds to go into someone's family and you this is your new partner you love them you adore them you want to marry them you want these people to like you this is your family for the rest Mm -hmm. of your life like you want them to like you and accept you but you're fucking terrified you're an introvert you hate attention and then you don't want to do it or like maybe you get nervous and you're not as funny as everyone else is and whatever I just feel like it's really easy for people in like a group mentality like that to be like oh they're boring or like yeah she wasn't Mm -hmm. into it like what was wrong with her or like he was so quiet like when everyone was joking around like he can't take a joke like just because this person that's met you one time doesn't get every single joke doesn't understand the vibe isn't completely comfortable being the center of attention with 35 people they've never met like that doesn't make them boring it doesn't make them bad it doesn't make them like lame they're just different from you but I do think it's really easy to like forget that Mm -hmm. and be like we'll just go along with it well not everyone likes the things that you do right so remember that when you're planning your next little joke yeah I wonder if her boyfriend thought she could handle it I guess wouldn't you think he would have said something beforehand if he knew what was coming and she wouldn't have liked it yeah that's a good point I have a lot of questions about this but I don't think she's the asshole at all I don't think she is either I think the family lacks like humor and like comedy ability and what they think is funny is just not funny Mm -hmm. it's actually just incredibly stupid and Mm -hmm. comes off as like tasteless and like like they can't read the room Mm -hmm. i think that's how it comes off yeah yeah a bit inconsiderate as well yes throw that in there as well (laughs) totally all right not the asshole (laughs) that was just insane coal 18 pieces of coal The holidays can be hard, but, you know, it doesn't have to be hard. If you're not going to gift giving, if you can't get yourself in the Christmas zone, life is distracting. 
we have something that will help you. It's magic mind. Magic mind. I actually think that a lot of the people that are bad at gift giving, it's actually because they can't focus and like think about what would actually be a good gift for people. And I've been trying to be better about this actually. So if you also lack the ability to focus and you just need to be a little more productive in your day to have time at the end of the day to focus on the holidays and your loved ones, magic mind could help you. It's a productivity shot. You take it in the morning along with or instead of your caffeine. I actually have found that with Magic Mind, I don't need to drink as much coffee. Really? Yes. And today I took Magic Mind and then I took like two sips of coffee. And later in the day, I saw my coffee sitting there and I was like, wow, I completely forgot about that. Huh? Yeah. So like how much coffee do you drink a day typically? I normally drink like a cup, a small cup, maybe. I don't know. I feel Mm -hmm. like it varies, but Mm -hmm. today I didn't feel like I needed it after taking Magic Mind. It's all natural ingredients. If you've been listening to our episodes, you know that your girl's not a liar. I don't know how to say all the ingredients. We're not frauds. We're not frauds, but... I can attest to how they work for me. It has natural ingredients like matcha, ashwagandha, cordyceps mushrooms, and more that all work together to help your brain just function a little bit better. It definitely works for me, so I'm excited to share about it on the pod with all of you. If you're interested in trying it, feel free to click the link in our bio or go to magicmind.com stop and use our code STOP20. And even better, starting in January, you're actually going to be able to buy Magic Mind in stores. Wow. Convenient. I know. So it's launching in Sprouts Farmer's Market in the beginning of January. So when you're getting ready to start your new year and all your New Year's resolutions, pop into your local Sprouts and pick up a little bottle or two. See how it works for you. I love that. Once again, if you want to try Magic Mind, try it out. Use our code STOP20 or in January, stop into a Sprouts and pick it up and let us know what you think. Yeah. Thank you, Magic Mind. Thank you. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Am I the asshole for leaving my in-laws Christmas dinner after I found out that they didn't make accommodations for me? I got invited to my fiance's family Christmas celebratory dinner. It's my first Christmas with them. I have always been picky about what I eat. I can't help it, and it has to do with psychological factors, childhood, and personal likes and dislikes. Before accepting their invite, I let future mother-in-law know that I wouldn't be eating the traditional food at their celebration and showed her a variety of dishes to choose from to accommodate me. She refused and told me to bring my own dish. I said if I had to bring my own dish when I'm a guest, then I better stay at home then. We went back and forth, and I insisted I wouldn't come if accommodations weren't being made. I just thought it was a simple request, and future mother-in-law could have agreed if she really wanted me there. My fiancé agreed that I should bring my own dish, but I didn't. I don't even need to read the rest. (laughs) Yeah, this is bad. When we arrived there and I saw that no accommodations were made, I got up, got my things, and walked out and went home. My future mother-in-law and fiancé were shocked. I would dump this person. Yeah. I would actually take their ring back if I gave them the ring. I got tons of calls and texts from them both, and my fiancé came home lashing out, calling me selfish and spoiled to walk out like that over a dish that his mom didn't have to make for me. And it was my responsibility to feed myself. How is it my responsibility to feed myself when I'm a guest? (laughs) Makes no sense to me. Okay. I told him this, and he accused me of starting shit and ruining my first Christmas with his family and disrespecting his mom. Now he's continually saying I effed up and I should have sucked it up for family's sake. Uh... (laughs) Excuse me, ma'am? What? Are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay? Not everything's about you. I just... How do I want to say this? So, I am so sorry for 
all of the things that happened to you that got you to this point where you're a picky eater. That sucks, but everyone has shit that they're going through or have gone through that maybe make certain things difficult for them, and maybe they do need accommodations, maybe they don't, maybe they just, like, deal with stuff. Everyone has shit, and I just feel like when you make your shit someone else's problem to this extent, do you not see what you're doing? And how is this the mother-in-law's problem at all? You can't go through life expecting everyone to, like, know everything about you and make accommodations for you, like, to the utmost of their ability. Like, yes, it's not their job to learn about your picky eating habits and then change everything they make year after year, like, change their tradition to something that you like. While it would be nice of them if they Mm -hmm. made their normal thing and then also made something else, I think it's selfish to just go over somebody's house and not even bring anything. Yeah. Who goes over there and doesn't bring something? Mm -hmm. It would be completely different if she offered to make you something and then she didn't. But she told you straight up, I can't do this. If you would like to eat this, bring it. I think she was straight up. Sure. Yeah. It would have been nice of her to do something if she had time, but maybe she didn't have time. Maybe she can't afford to make another dish. Right. Maybe her priorities are with other people. Maybe there's other people that have severe allergies that they're already being accommodating for and it's really hard to do that and then also just accommodate for something that you might not like like if you had a deathly allergy and you could not step foot in the room if there was like a peanut in the room that's different Mm -hmm. okay let's accommodate if you just i don't like it okay that's fine get your own shit then you don't have to like like the world isn't made for you right you can't live life expecting everyone to do everything for you just because i like that and i don't like the other thing right sure like what you want but then do it for yourself and don't go through life being a victim being like oh well they didn't do it for me okay do it for yourself It's just so crazy to me that people think that, like, that other people have to look out for them. You are the only one that's going to look out for yourself in life. (laughs) No, yes, that's what I'm getting at. You are the only person guaranteed to be with you through life. Yes. Like, no one else in your life is guaranteed to be there for the whole time that you're here on Earth. Facts. So you got to, like, look out for yourself, take care of yourself, and to assume that anyone else has that responsibility to take care of you or look out for you or anything and then get mad when they don't, like, that's just craziness. Yeah. Especially if it's just picky eating and it's not an actual, like, Mm -hmm. health-related dietary restriction or something of that nature. Yeah, exactly. If it's just a preference, Mm -hmm. it's like... And also, maybe the mother-in-law, maybe she is selfish. Maybe she's not a perfect person. Maybe Mm -hmm. she doesn't want to stray from her traditional dish just for the fact that she doesn't want to. She doesn't feel like doing something else. Okay, sure. Maybe there's like something in there that makes her selfish. Maybe this dish that is your favorite food, she's never even tried it. Why don't you offer to bring it to her and allow her to try this new thing? Maybe Mm. she'll fall in love with it just like you did. Like, why is it? Why are you putting it on other people to go out of their way? Like, I agree with you, Trish. Like, it's not everyone's job to like do these things that you just want them to do in your mind. Like, you have to do things for yourself sometimes. Okay, it's the world isn't made for you. If you don't like the stereotypical food that is served in your country on this holiday or in your culture on this holiday bring something you like yeah you don't have to sit there and complain feel sorry for yourself bring something you like yeah i feel like we know plenty of people that have similar issues where 
they do have like dietary restrictions because of choice or because of actual like health issues and I don't know anyone who wouldn't bring their own food to accommodate themselves 100% so that they're not putting this on someone else who's already maybe hosting a large group of people and making a big quantity of food and they're not saying oh let me add something more to your already full plate that you're you know handling I also think that like Aside from just doing things for yourself, like there are a lot of families that want to go above and beyond and make something for everyone. And that's great, too. But maybe they just don't even understand like why you feel this way, because if it was just like a, oh, I don't like mac and cheese, our family isn't going to be like, no mac and cheese, you guys. Mm-hmm. We're making like this whole other thing instead, like because one person happens to not like it. But if there's a reason for it, then our family, once they know the reason, I feel like is more accommodating. Mm-hmm. So maybe these people that are going to be your future family like maybe they don't even know your reasoning for this stuff and if you took a step back and explained to them in a calm and friendly way how much it would mean to you and offer to help them and teach them if they don't know how to make dishes you like you can Mm -hmm. do it together make it a bonding experience explain to them if you're comfortable why you feel like so strongly against like certain things and why you would rather have that over there and have an additional thing over here and I just feel like they're getting hung up on like the principle of things like oh I'm a guest so by principle the host should accommodate me it will be the same no matter what the situation is no matter what the context is I'm a guest the host should accommodate me that's no matter what yeah it's like no like every situation is different and also like you know I like I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt but like I would assume you know what the right thing to do is like in this situation that's such a good you should bring your own plate or whatever like if you have these strict dietary needs that you have to follow I just hate when people get so hung up like oh well like you said you would contribute and even though you can't anymore you still need to like pay whatever because like you said you would 500 months ago and like like it's just it's the principle of it like okay principle I feel like has nothing when you like bring in context to things yeah like I feel like with hosting a holiday party I mean like if it was like a like a vacation weekend and you really wanted people to come mm-hmm. because you know you're going to have more fun if they're there, that might be a good time to be like, I'll make this for you. Like, it'll be easy for you. But when it comes to Christmas or like holidays like this, where people are inviting friends and family over to their own house, like I feel like a lot of people don't want that because it's so much pressure. It's so much money. Mm-hmm. It's so much work mm-hmm. to clean your house and prepare it and then like do everything that goes into hosting. Some people do it just because nobody else wants it like if there's five siblings and they're all like who's gonna host this year I feel like a lot of times it comes down to I guess I will like I don't really want to if anyone else does but I will if no one else can and that doesn't always mean that they have the time ability or funds to go out of their way and make all these extra accommodations like they're doing it the best they can as is Mm -hmm. so then to further like put more pressure on them and what you were saying about like I'm a guest I'm always a guest like I feel like yeah exactly what you're just saying like sure in black and white you're a guest but with the context of a holiday party everyone contributes typically yeah yeah you're an asshole i can't i can't even wait (laughs) crazy here we go okay okay 
This will be a quick one. Cool. Am I the asshole for using some of my kids' Christmas money for Christmas dinner? I, 42 male, was hoping this issue would blow over, but my kids, 15 female and 12 male, are still refusing to speak to me. My wife, 41 female, comes from a lot of money and her family really hates me because I am not rich like them. But my wife doesn't care and loves me anyway. Every Christmas, they'll send her and my kids extravagant gifts while I get a pair of socks from Walmart, but it's whatever. I lost my job due to the pandemic. My wife is a stay-at-home mom, and I was really worried we wouldn't be able to have Christmas this year. Next thing I know, my kids are each sent Christmas cards with $250 cash in them. This is way more money than either of them need, so I took $100 from each of them and used it to buy a nice Christmas dinner. My kids tutted and complained the whole meal, and they didn't even seem interested in opening the gifts my wife and I got for them. We told them to stop being ungrateful, and my daughter jumped up and yelled that she didn't want to eat dinner with us, and my son followed her upstairs. My wife and I believe that what we did was justified. Do you think I was an asshole in this situation? For further clarity, I have never done anything like this and definitely would not have if I had had a job. Am I the asshole? Uh, no. <laughs> Wait, really? Oh my god! You said this one would be quick. Shit! <laughs> I was gonna say no and your kids sound like brats. Shit! Yeah. Wow! Okay, I think the opposite. <gasps> really? Yeah. I think, okay, do you want to go first? Yeah, I don't really have much to say. I just think, like, you've been, whatever the word is, you've been, like, shorted by your in-laws, like, your whole life as far as, as long as you've known them. Your kids are, you know, being a bit spoiled by them, it sounds like, so they're used to this. And then the second they get 150 instead of 250, they're, like, throwing a fit. I feel like it's, I do agree with you about how they're not interested anymore in like now they're just like so mad about everything like they didn't even seem interested in the gifts that the parents got them because of this but I think this would have been a really good opportunity to teach them about money and like how much they have and like how blessed they were because Mm -hmm. instead of just like taking it from them I think well one if you guys couldn't even afford dinner but your wife's parents are like extremely well off and they seem to have a good relationship I feel like your wife could have just been like instead of giving me a gift can you just give me a gift card and I'll just buy a nice dinner for my mm-hmm. like or instead of gifts could you put the money towards gift cards for dinner or like something like that yeah but to just like take it without asking I feel like is the issue I honestly think that if he if they were raising like really good kids and he went to his kids and he said look life isn't always great And I lost my job, as you know. Your mom is a stay-at-home mom currently. We don't have that much money. So if you guys want to contribute to a dinner, we will do everything we can. If you want to contribute a a few dollars or one little dish to our meal, that would be great. You can do that. You don't have to. Like 15 and 12, like especially 15, like you understand like a little bit more and like understand that money doesn't grow on trees. So I feel like it would just be a good teaching moment to be like, here's your options. This is your money from your grandparents. It's totally yours. You can save it. You can spend it. You can do whatever you want with it. The fact of the matter is we don't have enough money money to give you the Christmas we have in the past so do what you want with that information I just want to like warn you or something like that like I don't know I I can see that they're being bratty because it would annoy me too if my parents Mm -hmm. just like took it and I do think them like completely disregarding anything their parents did give them Mm -hmm. is kind of bratty but I just think taking it without asking yeah like it's not yours like it is your child's money yeah like whether they worked for it or not it's a gift for them you you aren't entitled to it that's tough though I will say it is disrespectful because they're still people and you're taking from them but 
you're putting it towards a dinner for the whole family. It's not like you're taking that money and like spending it on yourself. Yeah. So that's true. I don't know. I kind of feel bad for this guy because it's like he's just doing what he can to like give his kids a good Christmas. Yeah. I wonder how they knew that they were supposed to get 250 yeah. and they only got 150 because 150 is still a lot. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like how as a 15 year old, I would have been ecstatic about 150. Yeah. I like I, I wonder if the grandparents said, yeah, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. I I wonder if the grandparents said something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think I, I think it's wrong. I think he shouldn't have done that. I think he should have used it as a teaching moment. But I do yeah. think I do think the kids like being that mad mm-hmm. is like a little much. I also think it's just wrong of the in-laws to give him like socks. Yeah. And then to give the kids almost 300 each. Like I feel though like as a parent he should look at that and be like yeah you know what they might not like me they might cheap out on me but look at all they give my kids. Yeah. And at least my kids are benefiting from these gifts or like I don't know. Right. That's true. Ugh, that's tough. <laughs> that was so funny. You're like, this will be short. I'm like, true. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we normally Easy. agree, too. Like, I, I feel like we don't disagree that I often. Know. Yeah. So what should we do in our tally? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. A half? A half in each? <laughs> yes. Oh, let's talk about photos. Perfect. Am I the asshole for not pushing my family to include my fiancé in Christmas card photos? I, 37 male, am engaged to my fiancé, 31 female, planning on getting married at the end of this year. My family takes a Christmas card photo every year, usually around big events like graduations or parties when everyone is together, which isn't often. Years ago, my mom instituted a not until you're married policy to including significant others in photos and applied that rule to my brother when he was dating and engaged to his now wife. My fiance has had significant issues with this. Last year, when the family took photos shortly after she and I were engaged, she directed many snide comments to me about how excluded she feels. This year, she flatly refused to drive with me to a family graduation, saying how hurt and excluded she felt by this policy since we are getting married this year and the card is coming out the year we are getting married. I've tried to explain that this isn't our card. This isn't our right to tell others who can and can't be on their card, and we could always have our own card to start our own tradition. She's made several comments about how surprised she is that I haven't stood up for her to my mother, even telling me that she's discussed the issue with others, and they are also surprised that I wouldn't take a stand with my mother on this. She also made a point multiple times to say, good, less time to spend on photos with them at the wedding, implying a tit-for-tat response to this policy. I don't know what to do, am I the asshole? (laughs) I think she sounds insecure. Yeah. I feel like (laughs) this is another thing that's really easy for me to say this because I just don't care about holiday photos that much Mm -hmm. or holiday cards, but it's just not that deep. Right. Like, yeah, you have to be real with yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, once again, not everything is about you. Just because you're not included in something, it doesn't mean it's personal. It's just like a rule. Sometimes you just have to set rules Mm -hmm. and you have to hold yourself to them. Also, he's so right about it's not our card yeah it's the mom's card like Mm -hmm. why is she that offended like do your own card i just feel like she feels insecure or she sounds insecure because she doesn't feel like she's part of the family Mm -hmm. but like a christmas card shouldn't be the thing that makes you feel yeah like you're part of the family or not right that's not like the defining factor yeah 
of everything. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't think that that it should be that big of a deal. Yeah. And I think she should just leave it because it isn't her card. Like, let the mom do what she wants. I don't think the mom is trying to, like, slight her or, like, offend her in any way. Yeah. Considering she made this rule, like, years and years ago, it sounds like. It's and probably, held other people to it, Yes, too. it's applied to other people, not just her. It'd be different if, like, they've included all other boyfriends, girlfriends, fiancés, whatever, up until now. And now there's this new rule, not yes. until you're married. Then I'd be like, okay, <laughs> it could be a little personal. But I don't know. It doesn't, it's just, yeah. It's a rule, and she's held up, held it up for yeah. years now. So I feel like family photos, like people think so deeply into them. Like Trish and I were just talking about mm-hmm. this because I photographed her family, and it just sent us on a spiral. But it's so <laughs> interesting to think about, like the family photos that people want, and like different groupings, mm-hmm. and like people getting offended by certain groupings. It's like it's a group photo. It doesn't mean you're not on the same level or like part of the family. Like I don't know. I just noticed that like at weddings or something like people will feel so bad about getting like just an immediate family photo Mm -hmm. and not having like significant others in it or having like everyone that's married in a photo and then adding like boyfriends and girlfriends in it as well in the next one it's like it's not that deep it's not meant to be offensive it's just meant to have options Mm -hmm. it's like if you had bridesmaids at a wedding and you had like (laughs) I'll just use a big number like 10 bridesmaids three of them were your childhood friends three of them are your sisters four of them are your college friends like is it offensive to do a photo of all of you and then a photo of just the sisters and then a photo of just the friends and then just the college friends like no of course not it's just a few different groupings and then Mm -hmm. you also have the one of everyone so why would it be offensive to do a family photo with just the immediate siblings and then another one with significant others and then another one with your parents and significant others and like it just right. isn't that deep right. it's just a grouping of a photo mm-hmm. like it's not a personal attack on you no i just feel like people think way too far into certain things like yeah. that it's like just let it happen it will actually make your life easier if you stop taking everything as a personal attack yes don't think that deeply about these little things it's a picture yeah it's a card next year you'll be on it and guess what the card that you're on will get thrown in the trash in two weeks and the card that you're not on will also get thrown in the trash mm-hmm. and no one will remember nobody who was on remember. it and who wasn't nobody will remember yeah. absolutely no one i hate to say it yeah <laughs> don't pressure your fiance to like go and stand up to his mom for this like yeah. it is not worth you know jeopardizing a relationship over yes no pick and choose your battles this yeah. is just not something you should die on the hill for mm-hmm. so is he an asshole no, no, I don't think so. But yes. she could not be like she could figure mm-hmm. it out. Yeah, I think half and half. Yeah, I feel fine. like we could because she has potential. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how many more we're gonna get through with these because they're all so much deeper than I thought. I feel yeah. like last year we had so many tallies. Mm-hmm. I just love talking about things that just like aren't that deep, but <laughs> so many people think they're deep. Mm-hmm. Am I the asshole for refusing to adhere to my sister-in-law's Christmas list for Christmas? My husband, thirty male, and I, thirty female, are hosting. My parents, my brother, his wife, their two sons, my sister, and her boyfriend. Okay. The background to all of this is that Amy, oh, I didn't say the names, did I? I don't know why my eyes just like glazed <sighs> over the names. Okay. This is OP's sister in law, is Amy. <laughs> 
Okay. The background to all of this is that Amy complains about every gift she is given by any of us. Every Christmas, she makes faces and snide remarks about the things she's gifted. For example, last year, me and my husband gifted Amy and Chris a joint present of an expensive coffee maker, which is the same one we have at home that Chris loved when they visited. Amy's only remark, not even a thank you, was, oh, well, this isn't really for me, is it? And then to make a great show of being annoyed that she didn't get a separate gift. A few days ago, Amy included the whole family on a group email with a Christmas list for her and the kids, saying that she would only accept gifts from the list. On her list was expensive perfumes, links to expensive clothing items, and designer handbags. I was livid. My parents were offended as well, but didn't want to say anything to Amy, but I wasn't going to hold back in the face of what I felt was grossly entitled behavior. I replied to Amy's email saying I wouldn't be purchasing anything on that list and that if she wanted to shop for a Louis Vuitton wallet, I was happy to put her in touch with my saleswoman. Slay. (laughs) I also said that if she didn't like what she received for Christmas, she was welcome to just leave it at my house. Chris blew up at me saying Amy was just trying to make everything easier for everyone by giving suggestions. I disagree and I told him I think Amy was just trying to find a sneaky way to get a few things she normally can't afford for free, which in my opinion is not in the spirit of Christmas and I think she's being extremely childish. My parents think I shouldn't have said anything. My other sister says I absolutely should have because she wasn't going to be spending hundreds on Amy's Christmas list either. So was I the asshole for not going along with it? It always shocks me how unaware people can be. Yeah. I would never never ever 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 do that especially to my in-laws yeah i would never send a list of designer bags and expensive perfumes and say get me this and nothing else no that is absurd like Mm -hmm. that's just ridiculous shocking yeah Mm -hmm. i think that it would make more of a statement for you to not be like i'm not getting you that that's ridiculous but more to just like use the list as inspiration and give her whatever you were gonna spend on her give her a gift card to one of those places or like if they don't have gift cards just get her like a visa gift card or like cash or a check in an envelope and be like heart heart like I adore like everything on your Christmas like it would be I think it would be more petty to do this write a card being like I adore everything on your Christmas list you have such good style like heart eyes I guess you can't draw heart eyes (laughs) if you were writing an email you could use an emoji but like heart 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 put this to your favorite thing on the list or like put this toward your number one pick on your list Mm -hmm. heart and it's just like 20 dollars in a card that would literally be more petty and i think it would make more of a statement to her and it would i think it would hurt her more like what you're giving her right now is what she wants Mm -hmm. which is drama Mm -hmm. and like people to be feeling sorry for her Mm -hmm. she wants to be the victim just like everyone else in these stories and i think giving her money to put towards something that she likes would actually be more of a slap in the face for her but it would probably be what she needs yeah she needs a reality check say like oh didn't trust myself to pick out something or, to your standards or just like, not don't quite as clear but like <laughs> something like that or yeah just like i didn't check the prices on any of these but like yeah. here's money hopefully, hopefully you can just buy yeah exactly yeah. like it's like 25 dollars out of like yeah. thousands <laughs> i don't know i just think that she's doing it to get a rise out of you mm-hmm. and she probably knows deep down that nobody is going to get her these things and either like one of two things is going to happen either she's going to get the gift that she wants because you're just going to go out of your way and do something that people normally wouldn't do and buy mm-hmm. a designer bag for her or it's going to cause drama and people are going to start feeling bad for her and it's going to yeah. be an exciting fight. I don't know. I wonder if she thinks that by sending out a list this year, she probably thinks every 
everyone feels so bad that they got her stuff last year that is not quite as expensive or, you know, up to this standard. high standard yeah. that she has. She's probably, like, sending this out thinking, like, they, they'll they probably feel so dumb I that kinda, they got me stuff. I see that, too. And it's, like, another example of, like, people don't think about you as much as you think they do. Mm-hmm. And people can't read your mind. Right. So, like, sending out this list, like, she's doing it to herself. Right. Yeah. It's to, it's totally to get a rise or like yeah. something out of people. So no, she's an asshole. Yeah. And definitely don't get her anything on the list. No. I say gift card or cash in an envelope. Yeah, that's funny. And say I put like it that. towards your thing. Mm-hmm. And don't even say, I feel like a like a huge thing, like I feel like I always say this with stories like this is like just don't feed into it. Mm-hmm. Like don't give the person what they want, which is drama mm-hmm. and like a fight. Just give them like kind words. And like a little something more, like which mm-hmm. would be the money. Yeah. And don't even acknowledge the prices. Don't acknowledge like I I, I think like don't acknowledge anything on it other yeah. than like you have great style, like kind of what you said, like mm-hmm. wasn't sure what to pick. Put this towards your favorite. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say I do like my siblings and I do Elfster. What's that? It's like a website where you just put in everyone's names and everyone has to make an account on the website and you can put in everyone's names and then it automatically like chooses secret santa pairings i guess for you oh that's cute yes because i'm one of five siblings and then my sister and brother are married so there's just a lot of us yeah so it's hard to get presents for everyone that's that could be a lot of money so we do like a secret santa among our siblings which i feel like is pretty popular for bigger families so we've been using elfster in recent years where it just chooses who we're gonna gift to like automatically we used to pull out of a hat like my mom would like write names we'd pull out of a hat but now it's nice because on Elfster, you have the name for, of the person that you're gifting to, and then they can create a wish list with, like, direct web links, like, to what they want. Aww. And we do have, like, a like a budget to stay within, so that's nice, too. You're not, like, putting anything crazy on your list. Not that any of my siblings would do that, but then it's, like, exactly what people want, which I do... I do understand the value in that. Like, if you're going to spend money on a gift to give to someone, like, you want them to use it and to like it. Yeah. And I'm sure that they wouldn't want you to spend money on something that you're not going to use because then that's a waste of money. So it's nice because then, like, you can put exactly what you want. Yeah. The color. You can write comments, like, this size, this color, whatever. And, like, hopefully people will maybe look at your wish list and then see what you're, you know, hoping for. Yeah. It's just helpful. And I feel like it, in the end, can, like, just save money for people. That's such a good idea. Yeah. I love that. It's also fair. Yes. That way. Yeah, exactly. Wow. I know. And I tried to do, like, small things, but then, like, also maybe, like, something bigger. Like, if the person just wants to get me, like, one thing that's easy, then just, like, get me maybe that or I have like little things they could get me maybe a few little things or just one little thing I'm fine with anything but yeah. you know I'm just saying like there's yeah like you could put like options for different price points and stuff like that which yeah. I think is nice too that's cute but by no means am I putting a Louis Vuitton wallet on that wish I know list. I feel like people just forget that like you really can't have expectations when going into mm-hmm. holidays or even like your birthday mm-hmm. unless like everyone is on exactly the same page and you give them something within the budget that they laid out for you in black and Mm -hmm. white and like exactly what you just said because I feel like it's so easy to get let down yeah and that only just makes your life harder and it makes your you more sad and it's like unless yeah unless you're surrounded by people that have exactly the same priorities as you you're not gonna get I feel like exactly what you want like you're not gonna have like the perfect gifts all lined up because as much as you value a designer bag someone else might value 
a nice coffee maker. Yeah, exactly. That's, that could have been more than than the designer bag. Yeah. Some of those espresso makers are yeah. like crazy. They're so expensive. So, I mean, they the original poster thought that that would have greater value because it could be used daily by two people. Yeah. So I understand like where they came from, but then this lady yeah. would prefer a purse, but... Also, the the fact that she's so upset over a joint gift, like, I think you're insecure. You're you're an adult. Yeah. Grow up. And it's like you're a couple. Like, you are partners in life. You do things together. They wanted to do this nice thing for you together. Like, just because Mm -hmm. it's not something that... Or just because it's something that your husband was the first one to discover how great this thing is, doesn't mean that you can't benefit from it, too. Right. I just feel like so many... It's... I keep repeating myself. People take things as a personal attack. Mm -hmm. It's not that deep. Like, your husband likes it. I'm sure they thought that it was something that your entire family could use for years to come. Mm -hmm. Just because your husband discovered it first doesn't mean that it's not for you. Yeah, I'm sure they thought of both of you when they picked out this gift, not just your husband and slapped your name on it as well. Yeah, and they were like, and you know what? She is allergic to coffee, but we'll put her name (laughs) on it. Let's give it to them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so wait, that was the person. So okay. it was like the sister who sent a reply to the yes. sister-in-law. So not the asshole. Not the asshole. You, you did the right thing. <laughs> I think they are just not the assholes. Yeah. Okay, while Trisha is updating our list, I will read the next story. I feel like we've been talking for so long. Maybe we only do like one or two more. Okay. And then we could maybe do one after the holidays with more recent stories. Because yeah. some of these are old. Oh, really? They're still relevant. Yeah. Let's see. Am I the asshole for telling my parents I won't attend their Christmas celebration until they send my husband a separate invitation? Okay. I'll preface this by saying that my husband, Luke, male 32, does not get along with my parents. You can't tell who's right or who's wrong. There's always this ongoing tension between them, but they can be civil enough to sit together at one table. That would just be so exhausting Mm -hmm. to not get along with your partner's family, like to that extent. Mm -hmm. Oh, that just sucks. I know. That's so much energy, I feel like. Yeah. I recently got an invitation for Christmas celebration from my parents. The invitation included me and Luke, but Luke thought this was somewhat rude and disrespectful because he believes he should get his own invitation and not have his name mentioned as an extension to mine. Okay every wedding i should not be a plus one i was just with my life partner my life partner and i should be separated imagine the cost of mailing out an an individual invitation to every single person people are so dramatic yes oh my god (laughs) we talked and he said he wouldn't go unless they send him a proper invitation okay right (laughs) i called my mom and asked if she could do it she thought it was ridiculous and said that she and dad did the same with my sister and her husband i told her it was fine but luke can be sensitive like that it's not sensitive it's him trying to make a problem because he doesn't like them Mm -hmm. that's not sensitive he can be sensitive like that and so a simple invitation in form of a text directly to him will fix it she got defensive and said that luke is being ridiculous dad claimed that luke is trying to pull some power move to humiliate them But I thought this was a small issue. No, I agree with that. Yeah. They still thought it was ridiculous. So I told them I won't attend if they don't send him a separate invitation because he won't attend if he doesn't get it. This blew up and my sister started arguing, saying Luke needs to get over himself and shamed me for trying to force our parents to send him an invitation by saying that I won't come if they don't. We haven't talked after that and we're waiting as of now. The invitation I received was in a text. Luke is saying that a simple text to him will 
will finish the conflict, but my parents still think it's ridiculous and that they won't invite him since they already have. <sighs> Come on. Yeah. I'm speechless. Same. It's so simple. It's so simple. Like, why is it so offensive that your in-laws have a point of contact? Mm -hmm. Like, if you have kids, should each child get their own separate invitation? Mm -hmm. Or wouldn't it be easier if there could just be a point of contact, maybe their daughter, that could just receive the invite for the entire family instead of each individual person getting a text? People take things so personally. And to say, like, oh, he's sensitive, like, no, dad is completely right by saying yes. this is a power move yes or it's, it's a wannabe power move yeah because like what's the point you're trying to prove like right what is the end game right oh you got invited yourself now what it's all for his ego yes and it's like are we so we're sitting here saying that because the parents texted their daughter for herself and her husband mm -hmm. i think they did that intentionally like they excluded him intentionally so that he would feel left out and like not truly invited they thought this all out and decided like yes that's a good plan let's go for it it'll really put him in his place like like yes. let's really stick it to him and only text our daughter but include his name in the invite but only text her yeah no one thinks like that no that's just insane see the thing is it's just because he doesn't get along with them and he wants issues because i would just bet that if her friends were having a party and they wanted them to come and if her best friend texted her and said hey girl you and your husband like whatever his name is <laughs> that husband guy <laughs> whatever luke you and luke should come to our party this friday night it's from seven to ten can't wait to see you there kisses <laughs> would luke refuse to go to your best friend's christmas party because she texted you as the point of contact or would he not go unless your best friend texted him and said, hey, you should come to my party, not your wife, like just you. No, I bet Luke is so fucking dramatic that if he got his own text, he would find a way to make it a problem. Yes. Do they think we're having relationship problems? Do they think that we don't talk? They really felt the need to text me and single me out as if you and I don't have wonderful communication. <laughs> this man loves a problem mm -hmm. and I'm over him. Same. He will find a problem no matter what. Yes, exactly doesn't matter he's doesn't one matter. of those people where if he doesn't like someone he will find a problem with them make it everyone's problem yeah and, and just... everything they do is a personal attack on him yes yep baby nobody thinks about you as much as you think about you i'm shocked that the wife is going along with it though oh yeah he probably has her like so like yeah. wrapped around his manipulative yeah. finger if yeah. i was the wife i would just send a fake text and be like <laughs> Hey, it's hey. your mother-in-law. Got a new number. <laughs> yeah, I swear. <laughs> Don't look too far into this. I honestly think people are so bored and the only thing they have to like entertain them is like picking fights with people. Mm -hmm. And this is a perfect example. Yeah, it's like so you're crazy. so bored in your life. Like you don't have one other thing to think about today other than getting offended over your wife getting the text to like plan Christmas Eve mm -hmm. dinner. Like watch a show. Like watch an right. exciting show. And that that might even be enough to get you to stop fucking caring about this shit. Mm -hmm. Get a hobby. <laughs> This makes me think of, like, some of my patients at work. Sometimes I feel like, like, we have a lot of, like, safety rules and 
stuff in place for like patient safety so like we put on like bed alarms onto everyone so it's like weight based so if they get out of bed an alarm goes off and we know that they're out of bed wow. but a lot of people need to be assisted when like walking to the bathroom or like just standing up in general because either like their blood pressure could drop and they could faint or like some of their blood levels are really low so like if they fall and hit themselves they could bleed forever because <laughs> there's nothing gosh. to stop it there's just like safety issues but they get mad because they see that as like we're like robbing them of their independence and so I feel like they look for little ways to like then like regain their power Mm -hmm. so I'll come in and like I'll be like oh I have like some medications and they'll like refuse to take their medications because they think that like they're hurting me like they think that they're really sticking it to me by like not taking their medication yeah like she thinks she can tell me what to do but like watch this i'm not gonna take them that's so sad but it's like you're only hurting yourself and i yeah. just think this all the time i'm like i did not wake up in the morning and think today i am going to really trick someone into taking their medications that's I'm gonna re- save their life and i'm <laughs> really gonna enjoy it like do what you want you're not sticking it to anyone because we're gonna keep these rules in place no matter what I don't know people just like get so like wrapped up in like power and like who's in charge and stuff even if it like really hurts them and like in this case it's really hurting him and his relationship with his in-laws yeah like you're just so wrapped up in like showing them that like you're this tough guy like I I don't know I really think that certain people they think that every action taken by someone in their life is because of them yes this guy's in-law like they're trying to plan the party like Mm -hmm. it's not a personal attack on you yeah trish like it's like your example like the patient like they think that you woke up that day and they're like the patient in room 205 i'm gonna do it to them today Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't think about that i'm like i don't know you like i'm a 27 year old girl who just came to work i'm just trying to make some money like you're not the main character in my life yes Yes. yes. Like, I don't know you. Yes. Do what you want. <laughs> you can't live nope. your life getting offended that there are going to be people on earth. They're not going to think about you when they're making their decisions every single day of their life. And it's not offensive. Mm-mm. And if you find it offensive, you have problems. You're the problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just feel Period. so passionate about that because I no, feel like same. every story we, we read is someone that's like, this is a personal attack against me and they hate me. And it's like, no, I don't hate you. I don't think about you. <laughs> I literally don't think about you. So that's why. Mm-hmm. Like, I just hate it. <laughs> We're all just out here trying to survive. Yes. That's so this it. this man who's like, oh, like they they thought they didn't want to invite me. You know what? Honestly, <laughs> they probably fucking did it. Cause look at you. This is how you act. Yeah, pathetic. I wouldn't want to invite you if they said, oh, I'm not going unless you're. I'm invited. Okay, don't come. That may, actually that makes my life easier. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I'll think about you even less. Sorry, I'm going <laughs> off right now. <laughs> I just hate people like this. I know. And I feel like there's too many of them. There are. And by the last story, how many stories have we had? This is the seventh one. When I hear seven back to back to back, people that love victim blaming themselves. Or wait, no, does that make sense? No, they left a few. Whatever. I, I understood. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like trying to compute in my head. Yeah. If you live your life thinking that everything's an attack on you, you're just not going to be a happy person. And if you're delusional like us mm-hmm. and you remember that everyone loves you regardless of what they say or how they act. Yeah. And everyone's obsessed with you. Yeah. Even if they don't think about you all the time, you'll be happier. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Just get a grip. Yeah. Okay? Get a freaking clue. Get a clue. That was for asshole, right? Yeah. Because they're an asshole. And I think both of them are because the op of that one is insane yeah i don't know (laughs) 
Maybe she has some hope. Who knows? Who knows? Whatever. Okay. I feel like we need to do more of this because the holiday is going to come and there's just going to be a slew of more problems oh, yeah. that are going to hit the mm-hmm. the ether. Yeah. A lot more assholes that need to be marked down. Yeah. We could use the same list. Yeah. As we go forward. Fun. The assholes are endless. Yeah. Sadly. Hate to admit it. Oh, I did that tally wrong. One, two, three, four. Because aren't you supposed to go oh, like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Stupid. Stupid. Oh, stupid. No. Oh. Uh, have you ever gone to school? We're so dumb. <laughs> I'm so fucking stupid. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's the comments that I would get I on know. TikTok. Thank you guys so much for watching our podcast. And if you liked it, share it with your friends, please. I'm begging you. I'm literally begging you. If you don't share it, we will come and just slap you right in the face. Yeah, personally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> happy holidays. Or even if you don't celebrate holidays, I wish you a happy week. There you go. And happy life. Yeah. Don't be like these people, please. Please. Be like these people. <laughs> Our loves. Yeah. Bye. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Love you. Love ya. Appreciate you. See you next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>